going through those things, it builds you as a person. So like just having that in your character, like that's just that dog. I feel like yeah, that urge that, that needs it. Like yeah, most get definitely. it. Yes. Tap in with T T Torres. Tap in with T T Torres. Tap in with T T Torres. Number one for hip hop, my special guest today, Flage is here. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? So excited to have you on the show. I'm excited. What's up, New York? I'm yes. Like, Welcome to the Big Apple, girl. But this is not your first time here. Mm. Nah, because I've been seeing you make your media runs and whatnot. Just doing a little bit, a little bit. Get, yeah. get my face out there. Hand but your face kind of already been out there. I mean, you just won a championship. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm like, more like. The media, you know what I'm saying? Because that, I mean, that was the press of his own, but just meeting the people behind it and just thanking them for helping me and hoping like we can do some bigger stuff. Oh, it must be nerve wracking for you. Like, now that you're like, you won a championship, you have the spotlight on you, you're getting verses from Lil Wayne. You know, your come up has been amazing from you was on the rap game, right? Yep, yep. And you were on uh, America's Got Talent. Yep, how, yep. how was Simon Cowell to you, by the way? But he was really nice. <laughs> he was really nice. Like, Simon just wants some talent. You know what I'm saying? He don't, like, but when he see talent, he know. You know what I'm saying? Whether yeah. it was singing or me rapping, you know what I'm saying? Which was different. So, nah, Simon was cool. Let's take it step by step because going back, looking at those videos, you were such a baby back yeah. then. Like, you're still a baby now, but like, your face and everything was like, oh my gosh, she's it was so chunky. Young. Yeah. <laughs> That's what people don't know. Like, everybody's like, oh man, I remember you from the rap game. And I was like, bro, you still remember me? I was like 12. It's just like a lot of growth coming from there. Yeah. Uh, but it's like that's how it is being in the spotlight since you was young. Yeah. People still remember you off that stuff. So. But you're not afraid to take risk, which is a good thing. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. I think that that's the probably the most important thing. Yeah. And even when I do take those risks, you know, I got my team behind me trying to guide me whether yeah. like, you know, that's the right thing or what. But I'm definitely a risk taker. Yeah. Push it forward. But I also think too, like, um, you know, when you lose someone a significant person in your life, like your father, that you've been very vocal about on uh, America's Got Talent in different platforms that kind of makes you fearless right like yeah. i'm not afraid to accomplish anything if i if i went through that yeah i mean it's it's like for me like i, I ain't had a chance to be scared you know what i'm saying because like well I'm, well I'm from savannah georgia like you gotta go get it you know what i'm yeah. saying you gotta be you and you gotta be loud you gotta be confident or you gonna get you gonna get ran over you know what yeah. i mean so i think like just going through those things it builds you as a person so, like, just having that in your character. Like, that's just that dog, I feel like. Yeah, that urge. That, that needs it, like, yeah, most get definitely. it. Yes. But you live between two alternate worlds, right? Yeah. So you play basketball full-time. So th would you say basketball is, like, your full-time job, right? I would say that. I would say that, Um, but music is, too. Because, like, I got to, like, as much as I produce in basketball, I got to produce that much in music. But how do you balance it all? Because I feel like it's it's tough for you and I've had this conversation with, like, um, the guys like Mikey Williams and a, a lot of different basketball players who really want to rap, right? Yeah. And they want to they wanna be artists. But it's so hard because there's this morale clause that you have to live by because yeah. of basketball, right? And certain things that you can't do. And there's also certain fans who may not understand the culture mm. of hip-hop music. Right. And so it's like playing beneath two worlds. Yeah, and, and I, I think that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Or like, you know, that's the, the, the line that I'm walking on. But it's easier for me, easier, because like 
I push positivity in my music. So it's yeah. not like I'm out here saying I'm like gang banging or I'm like young boy or something trying to turn. Nah, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm pushing positive messages. I'm pushing motivation. I'm pushing peace. So I think that is, that's how it's easier for me to navigate it. And just doing both is like just being disciplined in what I got to do. I know that like Coach Moki, she told me like, I'll let you rap on your off time, but like when it's basketball season, you know what I'm saying? Basketball got to be your priority. So it's just knowing how to balance that and keeping the main thing the main thing. Yeah. Yeah, because recently, I mean, we might as well just get into it. You had to make some apologies mm -hmm. because of the viral video and the comments that were made about 9-11. But I will say, for people who don't understand the culture, they're not going to understand just play on words or yeah. metaphors yeah. and stuff like that because they don't come from the world of rap music. Right, right. But someone like myself who's watching it, I understood the metaphor, the yeah. punchline. I understood what you meant by that. But for someone in rural America who's just seeing yeah. you as a national championship yeah, yeah. player, <laughs> yeah. they're not listening or understanding that. So for you, it's like, dang, like you didn't mean to do that. But then it's like, damn, do I want to even do music? Well, I think it's like that's the that's what you were just saying with the cultures. So now like you're inviting different other people into the culture because you're playing basketball. You have basketball fans that's now music fans. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the thing for me. That's going to be like the sticky part for me because I never want to like you know, like, be intentionally or, like, disrespect somebody. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I think it was, like, a, a misunderstanding. You know what I mean? And uh, that that whole situation was a learning experience, though, for sure. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. definitely a learning experience. So now I know, like, with music and with basketball, with the platform that I have, I just got to be more aware. You know what I'm saying? Because your generation is more scrutinized. There is a level of microphone on y'all because... You guys live your life through social media. That's right. your generation. You put your highlights on there. You do your every... Your music is on there. That's how you get your stuff exposed, right? That's mm -hmm. how you grow your fan base. Right. You use the power of social media. So it's like finding that balance between what you can say and do versus what to post, what not to yeah, post. Yeah, I never thought it would be that hard. Now I'm like, I'm like, man, I just like... It's like, because like, I still got to be me at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be out here like, I'm not going to say this in my song. I'm not going to make this type of music because I don't know what this person... Nah, like, I still got to be me. And I still got to push it forward and take those risks. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody's doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm kind of the blueprint. So as I am messing up, figuring out, perfecting, you know what I'm saying? It's just going to be things that happen. And then that's just so what's beautiful about the journey. Because I'm going to look back and be like, okay, I figured out the right way to do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But now I'm just learning, like... Yeah, yeah, I get it. And and also, people got to give you grace to make mistakes and learn. Yeah. Because at 19 years old, we've all made a lot of mistakes. Right, right, right. God forbid if a camera was over 24-7 <laughs> when I was 19, I probably would have been canceled a long time ago, okay? Because I was the wild, wild west well, at 19, no. all right? But um, it's interesting because I always said that I feel like you and um the Barbie are going to be the ones to change the face of women's basketball. You guys are already doing that. You're you're competing. You're making people excited. You're making people want to watch the game again. Yeah. I think yeah, it is. I said that, like, the day of the championship game. Like, when we won, I was like, this going to change the game forever. Like, this one game is going to be the, 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 the pivot for like, women in sports, really. Not even women in, ba in basketball, just basketball in all sports. So... I think that it's just like when you being yourself and like with the world that it is, like putting that spotlight on the women's like it's and big black business. girl black girl magic. It's a like. lot of magic. <laughs> it's a lot of magic. And I think people really 
turn tuning into that. Not only that, but like we could really hoop. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what we do for real. Like we take this serious, just yeah. as the men do. So yeah. I think it's important what we do, and I think it's pivotal, especially like with NIL and everything like that. Like leading that, leading that race is just amazing. And being able to make money mm-hmm. legally. Now that the laws have changed, the NCAA uh, regulations, you guys can now make money. So what was your regimen growing up in Savannah, Georgia? Did your mom, you know, and your family, like, keep you in, like, okay, gym, basketball, school, and then studio, rap? Because your father was a rapper. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't even, like, I really had, like, a real normal childhood, like, I would go outside, play all day. I always played basketball, though, like always with the boys. Like I would just be outside with the guys just trying to run around, knees getting scratched up, you know what I mean? So I always had that. Like once I, my mama finally told me that my dad was a rapper when I was around like, probably like seven, eight, and that's when I was like, I want to rap, you know what I yeah. mean? So once I was able to listen to his music and try to connect to him with that, I was like, I'm trying to rap. So um, Big Fifth and uh, Roscoe, they started taking me to the studios. Um, what, what was that, Black Ship? In back in Blackshire, wow. had my first recording session. I remember it, and ever since then, I was just in the studio. But I always played basketball on the boys' team. Like yeah. I, I was in softball, baseball, basketball, so I always played sports. I cheered. I hated it, but <laughs> I always was in sports. You feel me? But it was never no tight regimen until I got, till I started taking basketball serious. Probably like tenth grade. That's when I started driving myself to training, working out like like three, four times a day, like every day for like two years. That's when I really started taking it serious. And what was that moment like for you when you got the call, like, I'm going to LSU? And was that your top pick? Yeah, it, it was my top pick. I was rec- heavily recruited. Like, I had almost every offer that you could think of. Like, um, so, But I, I remember I seen Kim Moki was leaving Baylor, and I was like, I want to go play for her because I seen her on the TV, mm. March Madness in the COVID year. Yeah, I was like, this lady crazy. Like, I want to play for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, she got that intensity. <laughs> she yelling at the ref. She snapping. She going in. So I'm like, that's what I want to be around. And she a Hall of Fame coach, so... I text Coach Chad. I was like, can you please get me on the phone with Moki? He set it up, and the rest was history. I went on a visit, and they took me to the studio. They had a stage <laughs> set out on the football field. They just was popping it big time. Like They're they, like, nah, we're going we gonna, we gonna to make her take this. You feel me? And they, they understood what I wanted to do, being a basketball player and a rapper, and they made it happen. So I was just like, this is perfect. Wow, that's that's so good to be able to live out your dreams, yeah. though. Like and have people support it. And how many saying? people can say that though? Like I'm really living my dream at yeah. 19 years old. I think sometimes I kind of like be forgetting. You know what I'm saying? Like forgetting to celebrate it because it'd be so much going on. That's what I'm. At. That's my. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. Are you taking time to sit in it and like really feel it and accept? Everything that's coming your way. I don't think I have yet because, like, I'm my, my mind always, all right, what's next? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I done conquered it now. What's next? And I feel like that's what got me so far now that I am. Like, I only at 19, all the stuff that I did, I'm always like, what's next? What's next? Like, yeah. what's the next big thing? Like, my anxiety be like, all right, you did that. Congratulations. But next, what's next? Like, yeah. I got freshman year. I wanted that for so long. And I got it. And I was crying. And I was happy. Five minutes later, okay, what's next? You know what but I mean? What, so, what was that moment like for you having freshman of the year? Man, that was that was a big moment for me because that's something that I wrote on my vision board. Like I wrote it, I wrote it in championship and freshman of the year and two other things on my vision board. And to see like all of five AMs and all of that come like true, I was like, wow, like the work really show. You know wow. what I mean? Can you speak about the power of vision visualizing yourself? Like Man, it's like you almost gotta like 
It's this, it, this is why I call them like spurts because they don't come all the time. It's like these spurts of motivation that you get. And it's this feeling that you just can't explain. Like, it's just like you could feel it. Like, I could see my future. Like, I could damn it, to touch it. It's like it. God's presence yeah, it's is like there. It's, the presence is right and there. And you just have to believe and it. you got to believe it. And I feel like once I get those spurts, like, I hold on to that. And I, and I just work, and I just work, and I just work, yeah. and I just work. And because like, he's showing yeah. you the vision, right? He's showing you, hey, this is what it is. I believe that you can, anything you want to do, like, you can just think of it, and then you can put the work in, and it can happen. Yeah. That's why I believe that, because I said I want freshman of the year. I said, now, what do I got to do to get freshman of the year? Okay, you got to work out three times a day. You got to... You got to do this. You got to do wow. this with your studio, studio like studio. You got to go to the study hall. You got to go to tutoring. But you got to get them three work in a day. So I wake up 5 o'clock, boom. That's my first shooting workout. After my first class, 10 o'clock, boom. That's my neck workout. Wow. After, after practice, boom, I got another workout. You know what I'm saying? So I already had my mindset that that was about what I wanted to do and I plan how to do it. And it just happened. And that takes an incredible amount of discipline. Discipline and consistency. I got yes. it written on my mirror. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, got, I, I like this quote. It says... You pay the price for doing it. You pay the price for not doing it. Either way, you pay the price. You know what I'm saying? So, like, wow. Say my, that again. Because no, I think that's quote. a gem that people really need to understand. Because either way, you're going to pay a price. You, you won't regret or you won't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's what I tell my son all the time. You're going to have a consequence, whether it's a positive one or, or a negative, negative one. one. It is going to be a consequence. Right. You choose which outcome you want. Nice. Because you're in control of the boat. You're yeah. you're the driver of it. That's why I feel like how I got everything. Because I feel like I, I had to step out and do it. And when I didn't want to do it, my mama made me do it. So <laughs> either way, it was getting done. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Sure. What is something your mom forced you to do that you absolutely did not want to do? Oh, man. she Okay, I'm going to tell y'all a quick story. I told my mom, I'm just the best decision she ever made. I was like, mama, I don't want to rap no more. I just want to play basketball, bro. Like... I ain't going to blow up. They ain't listening to my music. They ain't, you know what I'm saying? I was mad. I was frustrated. <laughs> she was like, oh, you ain't, you not stopping rapping. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I was like, I don't want to do it. She was like, okay, how about you do both? Wow. And I was like, all right, bro, I'll do both. And who would have thought doing both would have let me in? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it. Because it was like a point. I was like 13, coming off the rap game. Folks was talking about me. They was trolling. They was hating on me. I was on. I was on Twitter then. I should have never been on Twitter. <laughs> reading all that stuff. I was like, I don't want to do this no more. And she's like, just do both. Yeah. yeah. So I guess like that's my next question too. Is how do you fundamentally lock in when you have so much access to the comments? You got comments yeah. on. Um, from analysts and reporters on the news, right? Yeah. Then you got trolls on Instagram. Yeah. Then you're getting comments on the music side, comments yeah. on the basketball side. How do you mentally lock in to block all of that out? Man, I think, like, now that's something I'm figuring out because I done had, like, I done been in the limelight but never at this level before. You know what I'm saying? Because this is a way different level. So, um... Yeah, dealing with, like, the 9-11 stuff, I had all kind of crazy messages and people, like, saying some crazy stuff to me. And I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, I had to take a second. Like, I was, I'm getting off social media. I ain't with that. But I think, like, I just got to stay focused on my goal. And, like, I got to prove myself right, not them wrong. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if, if I'm proving myself right, then I'm, I'm on the right track. Because the rap game is definitely more harder on women, mm -hmm. um, just being on the executive side, in the talent yeah, side. I see young girls who come into the game, young as you, hype as you, and I see what the industry can turn them into yeah. if they fall into it. And for for you, it's like, damn, like you have both sides yeah. of the fence that you have to manage at 
as a 19-year-old young lady still figuring out who you are as a woman and who you want to be. Right, right. And so a lot of that can, like, you know, if you allow it to, it can impact your game on the Mm -hmm. court. It can impact how you make music. And so that locking in is so important. I feel like that's going to be the the difference maker for my whole career. Absolutely, it is. You know what I'm saying? The mental aspect. I feel like that's going to be the difference maker because everything, I think basketball is 100, like 90% mental. Music is 90% mental. It's it's never physical. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be in physical, you're going to be in shape because that's what you got to do. But like, if your mental not there, everything is going to be off. But I think that's what you have an advantage all over anybody else coming into the, the rap game is because you have a mental toughness because of sports yeah. that will help. Because, you know, music is another level of sports. It's yep. just you're playing in a different arena. Right, right. But right. I think I your advantage that. would be that part because you can tap in mentally. Exactly. And that's why people thought, like, how am I, that's why people thought I wasn't going to be coachable in college, right? Mm-hmm. They was like, does she have that discipline? Does she have this? Does she, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. can she set aside ego? You know what I mean? So that's what in the recruitment process, a lot of coaches didn't want to recruit me because they're wow. like, can we coach her? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is she going to be too big for the program? But people don't know the discipline that you have in sports can take you a long way in life yeah. as well. That's why I'm able to get up at five and schedule out my day and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Because I have organized discipline. and structured and exactly. disciplined in that. And also knowing your position, right? Know yep. when to be the star. Know when to pass the ball around. Yeah. Know when to create stars. Know when to fall back yeah, you literally, and play your part. Yeah. Like, that's that's a balance. And a lot act. of people can't do that. And a lot of people don't, like, they, they get, like, jealous more so instead of let people, like, be them or let people shine. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've always been the type to, like, if I'm at the table and everybody got a plate, like, I don't want to just be eating. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say I'm eating and y'all just looking at me. Everybody get a plate. So that's why it's, like, dope for me. Like, my teammate, Angel Reese, she probably, like, the biggest star. Like, you know what I'm saying? The basketball star. And I'm like, I love that. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, she doing her own thing for women's basketball. You know what I'm saying? So... I feel like it's never been a thing for me. It's like, I want to see everybody win. Like, yeah. It's enough for everybody. Yeah, it, it really is, It's though. a lot out here. It's a lot. And once you um, see behind the curtains, which I'm sure you're now seeing, you yeah. see even more than what you saw first going into LSU. Right, right. You see now, like, holy crap. Like, I can do this 10 times more than I ever thought I could exactly. do. Exactly. And then that's, that's just why, like, you just got to... I think, like, it's just going to be keeping just that relationship with God and just... Staying humble, like, yeah. really? Because, like, if you get too much ego, you get too inflated, you got to be brought down a notch. And then mm-hmm. having a right circle of family and friends around you, that's important too, right? <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. How was, how was your circle? How were they um, pouring into you? Man, I want to, first of all, I want to give a shout out to my circle real quick. First of all, we got Momager. <laughs> with me since the beginning. We've been doing this thing probably like a decade now. That's my publicist. She's right hand. She just handle everything. Miss day to day. We got uh, G Cope. He run music. Um, we got Zach music management. Uh, we got I mean uh, our um, road manager um, Kilo. Always doing whatever we need to do. Video anything like that. So I got a strong team like who really support everything that I do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And they guide me in the right position, whether I like it or not. Like we be arguing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not. I'm not doing this. They're like yes, you are. <laughs> I don't like this. Yes, you do. You know what I'm saying? So just having that, it's like a family vibe. And, like, I know that they all just really want what's best for me. And we building something big. So having that team is the most important. I think when it was me and my mom, it was much more stressful. But now she has Desu, who's, like, the best bubbles in the game to take, like, a lot off of her. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So we're able to make get more done and be more efficient. So yeah. team is definitely important. Can't yeah. do nothing without my team. 
Yeah. You seem so lovely and sweet. I could sit here and talk to you all day, all night. Oh, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> what that. Do you, what do you want to, what are you dreaming next though? Like, what's the next dream for you? The dream is like, the dream, the ultimate dream is the Grammys. But like, short, I go short term, long term. My short term goal, I want to put out this EP. I want to sell out a show. When is the EP <laughs> dropping? Uh, in the in the summer. In okay. the middle of the summer. Oh, I'm getting a date on like a single. You know, okay. these features be taking a little time to come in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, nah, middle of summer, the project going to drop. And I think this going to shock the world. It's going to be called Best of Both Worlds. Okay. And it's going to be dope. Okay. You saw Shaq put out a song recently. Oh, man. I told Shaq, I told, I told Uncle Shaq, man, we got to do something for the culture, for the, for the LSU culture. Uncle Shaq hit me up. That's my man. That's so funny. No, Shaq with the bars. Shaq and the fool. Acting a fool out here. Dame Dollars, too. You know, he trying to put some records out. Yeah, most definitely. We actually had something, but I got busy with the national championship, so I'm going to hit Dame, and we definitely going to. He can Dame rap, Dame is though. cold. Yeah, he can rap. He Dame can is cold. Go. He could definitely rap. Most definitely. Yeah. I always be teasing the guys. I'm like, why y'all want to come over here? Y'all got yeah. millions of dollars. Nah, for sure. <laughs> why y'all want to come over here? You nah, know? The love of music. Music the, is the love. What's your degree going to be? Uh, I'm changing it right now to business, but right now it's... um. Interdisciplinary study was like a minor in communication, marketing, and business. But I want to like I want to major in business, and did like a minor in entrepreneurship. So I'm changing okay. it for sure. Okay, all right. And do you have any like businesses you're thinking off the top of your head you want to open up? Yeah, like I um I'm definitely gonna start. I have a record label called Flodge Entertainment. Uh, it's ran by my mom and G. But like, um, alongside her agency TFNA. Um, management, but I want to start my own record label, uh-huh. parent company, then have apparel, video production, and things like yeah. that. Yeah, so, so you got your own Tasha Mack on your hand, huh? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I, you, it's coming okay. soon. It's, it's going to be insane. I'm letting you know that now. She got her sports agency. She building up. She going to manage a couple of rappers. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? She going to do it all. I, I'm I'm in 19 right now, so by 25 I, I need a, I, I gotta have a building. You know what I'm saying? I gotta I gotta. You gonna legit. get it? Most I definitely. mean, you 19, you gonna get it? Just like them features, you got Lil Wayne on your phone. Yeah. You know, like can you tell me who else is gonna be on the EP? Um, I'm looking at right now. Hopefully, I get the NLE Chopper song. You'll get um, it. I got my boy Too Rare. We working on something. I love his vibe. You man. know, NLE Chopper is one of my favorite rappers. Bro, he's of this no, generation. Have you ever seen him perform? Oh no, he's crazy. Have he's you ever seen him insane. perform? Insane, absolutely. That insane. Man is, he brought me out at one of his shows. This man going crazy doing his <laughs> dance. I'm like, this man is a real performer. Like, nah, I love his energy. Bars though, that boy can rap. I always tell people like, yo, he can really let me, rap. Let me tell you something. It, even better than a movie. I mean, any, better than the music, better than the performance. His energy as a person. Yeah, like, he's a nice guy, genuine guy. Love Absolutely. his mom. It's all love this way. Yeah, know. he's a friend to the show. He's been up here a few times, and he's like simply amazing. And Mama Chopper don't play no. Mama games. Chopper don't play the radio. <laughs> Mama Shopper don't play no games. She will get you straight in a minute. Most dumb. Most dumb. Her and my mom was kicking it. The, the mama managers. Yeah, the mama managers. Absolutely. Y'all got your little circle of mama, mama managers. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, anytime you want to stop by, please come back. Um, When the EP comes out, you know you got to come back by the show. Yeah. You officially tapped in. I'm tapped in. So we play this little game. Are you down to play it? Let's play. Let's you you, you got to be down to play it. I can't tell you. I just got to say, yes, you're going to play it or not. Not. I'm gonna play it. Come on. Okay, so you have to unlock your phone, <laughs> and you have to give it to me, and I get to read your last text or your last DM. <laughs> hey yo! No, you can't right. delete. You can't. I'm not delete. deleting. I'm not deleting. You can't delete. Okay. Let's see. Am 
Her last DM. Last DM. Last angel. Oh, it's angel. It's not fair. Her last DM is angel, and she puts a kissy hot emoji on. Nothing good, guys. <laughs> Nothing good. Oh, man. Oh, man. She thought she was going to catch you. I thought, I thought no, I was going to no. catch you slipping. I thought she got a little Wayne in her DMs or something. A little, little deep pick something up in there. You know? <laughs> no. Nothing but some heart emojis. She is definitely keeping it cute. Most definitely. <laughs> well, listen, thank you so much for stopping by and thank you for playing our game. Thank you so much. I'm tapped in. You know it. All right. It's Hot 97. Will you do that, please? Thank you. I 97, new at two mix, DJ Drewski in the mix, TT Torres in the building. We are tapped in, and we got special guests. You see, I'm on my like international vibes right now. I see you on your international vibes, and I like it yeah. a lot. I like it a lot. Um, can you introduce our next guest, Drewski? Okay, I'm gonna call him by his nickname, mm-hmm. AG Gold, because AG Baby, because pronounce it the right way, because I don't want to mess it up. AG Baby. AG Baby. But AG Baby. It's so yeah. simple. No, but like his his name name like. Oh, his government his name. Gov- <laughs> It's not really okay, his no, government. No, my, I did call it gold. There it is. I did call it gold. I did call it gold. I did call it gold. Yeah, that's it. But we call him AG Baby. Yes. Or Tio Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't ask him where that came from, Tio Tequila. Yeah. Um, I, I had um, tequila for the first time. I know it sounds crazy. I had tequila for the first time last year, April, in the studio. And boy, what it did to me was so good. I'm like, you know what? I want to embody this... Um, this character, this feeling, so much I wanted to make a whole album about it. Wow. So, so since then I've been running with Tio Tequila. And, and tequila is something that you've been drinking all the time? <laughs> no, since last year. Just last year. You just, just started drinking it. Yeah, April. It's wow. weird. I know, it's crazy. I've had other things, but tequila, <laughs> no, yeah, that's it. How that's does tequila one. make you feel? Does it get you spicy or does it keep you just right? Everything. Like, it makes me feel good, lifts my spirit, you know. Like, <laughs> all better. Like, I just want to go. Just, yeah, mm. it feels good. Smooth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Um, so uh, earlier behind the scenes, we were talking, Drew, and I was asking him just about his recording process and the production. And how does he make music? Right. Um, can you take me through this process? Because I believe that Afrobeats music is the most beautiful genre of music You're right. ever. <laughs> yeah, so my one, um, sometimes is um, like I can be in the studio with a producer and then we'll play a bunch of beats. The one that sticks out to me the most, you know, and then I start to vibe. Or sometimes I have like an idea in my head. I send a voice note to my producer friends and then they send beats to me. But... What I enjoy recently has been doing a lot of yadi yadi that I could do melodies for like three hours. Oh wow. wow. Just because I like I enjoy melodies. I could do like I could book a session and the only thing I get out of that session is melodies. Yeah. Then I can write later. Because I feel like that's the one thing I let my mind travel to do a lot of melodies and then I can pull us to it later. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I guess it's just how I'm feeling what day, you know. Yeah. So, um, you're from um, Lago, right? Lagos. 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 I always Lagos. pronounce it wrong. <laughs> Lagos. Yeah, Lagos. Lagos. I've never been there before. You Tell me come. about the vibe of, the, of um, the country. It's high energy. It's vibrant. We, like, guess Lagos is known for parties. And, of course, it's good food. It's, it's really beautiful. You have to come one December. I heard then, December yeah. is the best time to yeah, come. I hear like for like the whole month of December, nobody works. It's just party time. Actually, they work. <laughs> <laughs> they work. People go to parties and then they go to work. Wow. It's, it's insane. It's, but 24 hours a day, it's like yep, party. It's insane. I'm telling you. Wow. Are you going to be performing like during the holiday time? Maybe me and Drewski can get an oh, invite sure. and, and come yeah, out we'll and catch performing. a show? You should come. Yeah. I for would love though. to. I'm with That'd it. Be nice. Yeah, Christmas in Lagos? Yes, yes, that's what I'm fire. saying. Bring it in the new year? Let's go. Hello, amazing. <laughs> Party No They Stop. That's the name of the song. That's what's that's going the on. <laughs> Party No They Stop, yeah. But, but you live in Houston now. No, uh, so I don't live here. Oh. Okay. I'm just in and out. So, because I'm on a run right now doing my campaign for the project. So I'm always just hiding out in Houston. But I live in Lagos. Okay, so you go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of traveling. I know. Here's what it is. You do it, right? Glad to know this stuff. So tell us about the new project. Um, in a few days, I'll be releasing um, a bundle called Tio Tequila. And the, the main album is coming in July. You know, um, Tio Tequila is, I already said, is what I am right now. Mm. You know, the guy that loves tequila, Uncle Tequila. And um, it's, um, it has like three songs. Patino the Stop is already out. Um, and then Do You Mind? And then um, Omeko, Do You Mind? It makes you feel very good. makes you feel very sexy. You know, I'm talking about a girl. And then on Omeko, I'm talking about Lagos. Eko is Lagos. Mm -hmm. I'm a Lagos boy. I'm a prince of Lagos. So um, I'm talking about it in that song as well, about how we take it easy in Lagos and that's it. Mm, and, I love it. And tell us about this Louis Vuitton Deal. Are you allowed to talk about that yet? Uh, no. no. Not yet? Okay. No. My... You, I think you, I'm, I think I'm you snitching. Released, I, I think you released something a little bit too early, but you do have beautiful fashion. You look amazing thank you, today. Thank you. Thank and you, you And much. you have a lot of, like, sauce. He was teaching me how to dance behind the scenes. Okay. I'm, I may release that video. Everybody knows I have two left feet. I can't dance. You did well. Tried. <laughs> I tried, right? Yeah. It takes me, like, a month to learn one move. Like, I have to study it for a month, and then I'll feel, I'll feel the vibe. That's okay. Whenever <laughs> you learn, it's good. <laughs> but you got all the dance moves, man. So when's the project dropping? 
Um, this one drops. Tio Tequila drops 25th of May, which is literally like how many days? Yeah. Yeah. And then the the main project comes in um, July. Nice. Okay. I think we should get into the hit single off the project. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into it. Thank you so much for stopping by. Give Thank out you. your IG and your Instagram. I mean, yes. Excuse me, and your um uh, social media handle. Yeah. It's Adekunle Gold. A D E K U N L E Gold. Same name everywhere. Oh there it is. Thank you. There it is. It's the new Atu with Drewski. Let's get into Let's it. Let's go. And if you're dancing in the car, you're dancing at home, make sure you tag us right now. We're going to repost you. AG Baby in the building. Parts, you know they stop. Let's get it. Mr. C. Mr. C, step swimming. Jadakiss, EPMD, Eric B and Rakim, Method Man and Red Man, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Stiles. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right?